Welcome to the podcast from Trinity United Methodist Church in Ruston, Louisiana. Our prayer is that God uses this time to speak specifically to you, regardless of where you are on your faith journey. We'd also like to invite you to worship with us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.45, either in person or online at www.trinityruston.org. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I'm obviously still at my home in Dallas, but I hope to join you next week. And I want to share with you a message that I believe God has for us this week, particularly in the midst of this pandemic. But before we begin... Uh, Let's join together in prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Peace is a precious commodity, but it's so elusive, particularly in this troublesome time. Where can we find peace? Now that's the longing of every heart today. In our story, this morning we find Jesus crossing the Sea of Galilee with his disciples, and they're in a boat. Suddenly, a terrible storm comes up, and the winds are howling, and the waves are beating against the boat, filling it up with water. Now, the disciples begin to panic. And you know, it's interesting to note that Jesus is in the stern of the boat, fast asleep. Now, either he must have been a very sound sleeper, or more likely, he was at peace with the world. I wonder how many people there are today who toss and turn in their beds each night, not because of a storm on the outside, but a storm on the inside. At any rate, The disciples woke Jesus. And in their disturbed state of mind, they said, Don't you care that we're perishing? Don't you care that we're perishing? Mark simply tells us that Jesus rebuked the wind. And he said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? Mark tells us that the disciples were filled with awe and said to one another, Who is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? We know this morning, I want to bring into relief three elements of Mark's picture of finding calm in the storm. And I encourage you to follow along by following the PowerPoint presentation. Take notes. Consider what God is saying to you this week about finding calm in the midst of the pandemic storm in which we find ourselves. So, let's begin with the first element of Mark's picture of finding calm in the storm. The first element is the fury of the storm. The first element is the fury of the storm. You know, storms are a part of life. They're a part of life. One day, everything can be pleasant and quiet, but the weather can change quickly, as is apparently happening right now. I hope it doesn't rain. 
But the weather can change quickly. One moment, everything is calm and quiet. And the next moment, thunder is crashing all around us. And our little boat is tossed on the waves of life's vicissitudes. You know, storm is a relative term. Each of us must give our own definition to the nature of a storm. Let me share with you an example. Mary Ellen Clark. Mary Ellen Clark was one of the U.S. Olympic swimming team's premier divers. Now, she began diving as a kid. Natural talent and tenacious hard work brought her into the ranks of the nation's most competitive divers. Now that makes it all the more unbelievable to think that she suffered from a rare disorienting condition called vertigo. Now, she experienced her first attack of vertigo while diving in a college competition in Australia in 1998. As she plunged into the water, she lost all sense of balance and direction. She couldn't tell which way was up. At the time, she had no idea what was wrong. No idea whatsoever. And because the attacks were so infrequent, she didn't visit a doctor to find out what was wrong. Now, over the next few years, she moved up the ranks of divers, and she eventually won a bronze medal in the 1992 Summer Olympics. But while training for the 1996 Olympics, she had another attack of this frightening disorientation. She had no idea what was causing it. But finally, the doctors diagnosed her with vertigo. Mary Ellen knew that her days of diving might soon be over. And you know, she tried every medical treatment available, but nothing worked. One night in despair, she called her friend Steve Duval and poured out her sadness. Steve asked her this question, Mary Ellen, what's the worst possible scenario you can imagine? Mary Ellen, what's the worst possible scenario that you can imagine? Mary Ellen answered, that I will never dive again. And then Steve asked, can you accept that? Can you accept that? Mary Ellen didn't know how to answer. After she hung up, she began thinking about a passage from Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 through 13, which reads, I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now that's an inspiring and comforting verse for many of us. But it created and sparked a very different question in Mary Ellen's mind. And that question was this. 
could Jesus give her the strength to not die and still be content? Could Jesus give her the strength to not die and still be content? Mary Ellen credits her parents with giving her the answer. For a long time, from a youth, they had taught her that her faith in God was more important than anything else in life. Mary Ellen knew that she could trust God even if she never dived again. Even if she never dived again. And Mary Ellen Clark did overcome her vertigo. She went on to win the bronze medal in the 1996 Summer Olympics. She went down in history as the oldest diver at that time to win in her event. For Mary Ellen Clark, the storm was vertigo. For you and me, the storm is related to this pandemic. We're all confronting a storm of some kind with coronavirus. I mean, think about it. Perhaps it's losing our job. Perhaps it's losing our company or business. Perhaps it's losing a loved one or a friend. Perhaps it's easing, even losing our life. Well, you know, the first element of Mark's picture is the fury of the storm. And that brings us to the second element. The second element is the fear of the disciples. The second element is the fear of the disciples. Now, these weren't inexperienced sailors. These were fishermen who had fished these waters many times. And they had experienced many storms. But this storm was different. And they were afraid. Now, we all know the meaning of fear, don't we? We all know what it's like to be afraid. But do we know what it's like to be on the verge of panic? Mickey Brown knew that feeling. Mickey Brown was raised in the church, but as a young man, he found his faith was weak. He found his faith was very weak. Now, Mickey Brown went to Vietnam as a medic. He says their life seemed fragile and ephemeral. And looking for something solid to hold on to, I began attending services in the chapel. Now, news came that an enemy was about to attack. Mickey was sent to guard the chapel. He realized, though, that he didn't have enough ammunition to fight off a whole battalion by himself. The only thing I could do in such a hopeless situation was to pray, Mickey recalled. And that's what he did. And you know, in that tense situation, he recalled a passage from Psalm 91, the 91st Psalm, which read this. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. 
calmness washed over me like warm sunlight coming through a window, Mickey said. Now, he still dreaded the battle, but he could now see his way through it. And you know what? The attack never came. That night, the village was quiet. It was quiet. And you know, now, 25 years later, Mickey said, I still carry around that pocket-sized Bible that I had in Vietnam. And when danger comes close, I reread the one passage underlined in faded red pencil. Psalm 91. You see, Mickey found himself in a situation that could have engendered feelings of panic. But he found his comfort in the scriptures. You know, each of us, each of us must face our own storm. But the greatest adversary very often that we face is our own fear. Think about it. The greatest adversary we often face is our own fear. Well, the fury of the storm, the fear of the disciples, and that brings us to the third element of Mark's picture. The third and final element is the faith that saves. The third and final element is the faith that saves. Jesus rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then Jesus turned to his disciples and said, Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? Why are you afraid? Have you no faith? You know, that's a question that we might well ask ourselves in the midst of this pandemic. We might well ask ourselves that question when the winds are howling and the waves are threatening to sink our boat. Why am I afraid? Have I no faith? I want to close with this last illustration. You know, Linda Sledge recalls a day from her childhood that she will never forget. One day she was playing in the sand on a Hawaiian beach near her home, building towers with her red shovel and bucket. Gradually, though, she was separated from her parents. Suddenly, a wave knocked her off of her feet and into the ocean. She managed to get up on her feet, but the sand was flowing away from under her. Then another wave struck, and she had no footing. No footing at all. She cried out to her parents. All she could see was the vast ocean in front of her. She thought she was doomed. Just then, two strong arms reached out from behind her and pulled her up into safety. Don't be afraid, her father said. I've been watching you the whole time. Don't be afraid. I've been watching you the whole time. You know, Jesus speaks those same words to us. It's true. He speaks those words to us in the middle of this pandemic. And I want to ask you, can you hear his voice today? 
can you hear His voice today? Well, may His calming words dispel our fear and bring a deep, calming peace to our hearts. Well, in conclusion, three elements. The fury of the storm, the fear of the disciples, and the faith that saves. God's not sleeping. God's watching over us. Why are we afraid? Have we no faith? Whoever has the ears to hear, let that one hear what the Spirit says to the church. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Trinity Podcast. To find out more about Trinity, visit us online at www.trinityreston.org.